What is going on, everybody? We are back with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. Y'all, I've been off. (laughs) I literally just recorded like 15 minutes of, maybe not 15, maybe about 10 minutes of podcast and then didn't even hit the record button. Uh, Coming to y'all on a Saturday. Dropping a couple days late, man. A few things have happened over those few days. Uh, we'll get into it, man. But how y'all feeling out there? Y'all doing good? Y'all all right? Shout out to everyone who support the show. Those who listen, like, share, subscribe. Those who text me, who email me. Shout out to Erica Brooks. She helped out with the show big time. She is responsible for 98.6% of the graphics that y'all see. So, yeah. Shout out to y'all. Love y'all. We're going to get into a few things today, man. This last week has been nuts, man. Yo, I'm working through some things, man. I still don't have my car. <laughs> uh, yeah, still working through that. Shout out to my co-worker, Imani Tanton. Thank you. Shout out to my lovely, beautiful girlfriend, Kamisha. Thank you. They've been giving me rides when I've needed rides. And that is quite often because I'm always going to and from work. Among other places. Uh, yeah, hold on, y'all. Hold on. Let me see something. Sorry, had to check something out. Yeah. Um, before I get into the headlines, I'm going to let y'all know now. I'm definitely going to promote positivity positivity as I always do, but it's, it's heavy. Like, these headlines are heavy um, because I just want to get to a few things, but they are heavy. Okay? They're heavy and they're sad. Um, well, some people would think that they're sad. Some people out there, as they've shown over the past couple days, which I'm pretty sure you probably know what I'm hinting at, some people aren't sad at all. Uh, yeah, so, uh, also, uh, you know what, I'm gonna save that, I'm gonna say, let's get into these headlines. Whew. All right, now imagine this, y'all. So, NBC News <laughs> reports, a Virgin Atlantic flight from London to New York was turned around on Monday after it was determined that the pairing of pilots did not meet airline regulations. Now, when I first saw this headline, it wasn't from NBC. It was from another place that said, pilot announces that he must turn the plane around because he's not qualified to fly. And I said, excuse me? Yo, don't have me on no flight and you announce that you're not supposed to be flying. Like, I'm coming up there. That's a joke. That's a joke. Um, basically, what happened was the one of the one of the officers or one of the pilots did not have a training certification that they needed to be flying with the type of pilot they were flying with. So, the qualified first officer who was flying alongside an experienced captain was replaced with a new pilot to ensure full compliance with Virgin Atlantic's training protocols, which exceeds. 
<laughs> which exceeds industry standards. That's what their spokesperson said. Uh, Dave Chappelle, man, he was doing a private little semi-private, semi-quiet, low-key show, and he was attacked on stage. Uh, the video has come out of a, a young man who ran up on stage and tried to tackle Dave. He failed. Um, he definitely failed. And then another video came out of him. Well, you can't see him. Allegedly receiving hands and foots. Um, so later on, it was told that well, Chappelle said that you know, he had to convince security to allow him to enter the room where the guy was being held. He's a 23-year-old, 23-year-old Isaiah Lee. Uh, Dave says, I needed to talk to him. He asked Lee what possibly could have prompted his attack. And Lee said, Whew. well, Lee offered up that uh, his grandmother from Brooklyn had been forced out of her home due to gentrification. And he was trying to bring attention to the issue. Um, according to the article, it says Chappelle said the guy appeared to be mentally ill. Um, now, obviously, y'all, you know, we can't just always look at someone and say, oh, you're mentally ill. But, you know, um, but yeah, he was there. I wasn't. So we'll see how that turns out. I believe charges were pressed and uh, he might. I, I forgot how he played, but. Yeah, peace, prayers, and blessings. I'm glad uh, Dave Chappelle was not seriously injured from what I saw. Uh, Isaiah, though, his arm ended up in a sling. He looked pretty bad when I saw the pictures of it. They actually put him up next to Martin Lawrence after the Tommy Hitman Hearns episode. If you have not seen that episode of Martin versus Tommy Hitman Hearns, look that up. Yeah, people was cracking the jokes, man. Dude's arm was busted up. It was bad. But, sir, you can't be running up on stage. And, of course, people were jumping out the woodwork and saying, oh, it's Will Smith's fault. That's what we're doing. There's millions of negative influences out there that people see every day. Um, and people have their own motivations, whether they see someone do it or not at times. So not saying what Will Smith did was right, not saying it was just, not saying it was fair. But to say that stuff like this is now Will Smith's fault. Come on, son. <laughs> Shout out to Ed Lover. All right. Um, I think her name is pronounced. It's either Arlena or Arlana Miller. I apologize if I'm not pronouncing it correctly. She was a freshman cheerleader at Southern University and in, in A&M College in Louisiana. She died this week after posting an alarming message on social media, according to school authorities. So this had been floating around on social media she made a really long post about some of the things she was going through and uh, just thanking the people that were in her life. She's 19. Well, she was 19, y'all. And, you know, life is hard sometimes. I don't know exactly what this young lady went through or what happened. I do remember reading a part of it where she'd been fight. She said she'd been fighting that urge for a while. Um, and for the old heads like me, um, you know, I'm in my late 30s. And, you know, some of us tend to think that you know life is easier on the younger generation because they have resources and things that we did not have but they also have exposure that we did not have you know when we were in school if we tripped and fell whoever was there saw it and the rest of the people just had to catch it on the rumor mill but now people are filming you you trip and fall and get embarrassed in school the entire world sees it and you could go quote unquote viral where millions of people are laughing at you 
for years and months to come. It turns into a video. It turns into a song. And you are just the joke. You are you are a joke because of one thing that you did because somebody wanted to be the one to break a quote-unquote story. But um, these, these young folks have a lot that they're dealing with. There's a lot of pressure on their shoulders. Um, and again, I don't know what happened. I, I don't know if it's tied to a past event. I don't know if it's tied to a current event. I don't know. But just check on your, the young folks, ladies and gentlemen. You know, your younger cousins, young, if you got younger friends, your mentees, just check in with them and make sure that they're okay. And even the friends that are your age, man, let's check in on each other. We can do a much better job of that. I know that I can. All right. Um, image consultant and controversial YouTube sensation Kevin Samuels has passed away, ladies and gentlemen. Um, rest in peace, my brother, Fanu. I pray that you reach those golden shores. And um, I'm going to be praying for your family because the internet has really been going in. Um, I don't have the full details of his passing, and I'm not really here to report on all of that anyway. Um, it's very early. It just happened on Thursday, and it is now Saturday. And, you know, everyone and their mama wants to throw stories out there and say what happened, and they got the coroner's report. We're not going to do that. You know, I just want to say rest in peace. I'm definitely praying for his mom. I did see multiple reports that his mom found out because of social media, which is nobody wants to find out about the death of their child on social media. But that is going to be part of the crux of what I talk about today. Um, just a little bit of societal, uh, little little bit of societal uh, norms that aren't normal. I, I'll just leave it at that. All right. Um, going to try to end this on a more positive note. I told y'all it was going to be heavy. Don't forget, man, save your coins, ladies and gentlemen. The Amazon stock split happening on June 6th. It is a 20 to 1 split. Rob, what does that mean? That means on June the 6th, the cost of one share of Amazon will be divided by 20, and that will be the new price of one share. It'll make it more affordable and more accessible for people to get in on a, what I think is going to be a fantastic investment. Google is also having a stock split. It is also a 20 to 1 stock split happening july this year save those coins do your research i'm not an expert i listen to earn your leisure podcast check them out they'll give you a lot of tips and they have a lot of experts on their show that'll give you a lot of tips but always do your own research when it comes to stocks but whew, if you know who google is and you know who amazon is and uh you can have a chance to own a piece of the company need i say more all right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for our headlines. Yeah. Are you looking to support from my experience podcast? Well, let me tell you how you can do that. You can support from my experience podcast by liking, sharing, subscribing, and listening. However, you can also support us by shopping with our affiliates. We have Acre Gold. Acre Gold lets you buy gold bars on a subscription basis. So check out Acre Gold. Pick the amount of gold that you want to purchase and go ahead and get started today. Once you have reached your payment threshold, they will ship you your gold bar in a nice, discreet 
package. Make sure you check out Acre Gold. We have Garner's Garden. Garner's Garden sells 100% organic products, hair care, skin care, oral health care, things of that nature. So for those of you who may be sensitive to chemicals or you just bought that natural life, make sure you check out Garner's Garden. Those of you who need to collect information, much like me, when I have guests for the podcast, I send them a form that they fill out so I can get a little bit of information about them before I sit down and have a conversation. I use JotForms. JotForms is awesome. I've been using them for years, and I think you should check them out as well. They let you customize your own forms, and you can send those out, and they'll come right back to you in a nice, neat package. And last but not least, learn anytime, anywhere with Listenable powerful bite-sized audio courses authorized by well-loved experts so if you love learning on the go make sure you check out listenable and if you want to donate to the show directly email us rob at fmepodcast.com or admin at fmepodcast.com reach out contact us and let's talk about it Ah, yep, that's how you can support the show, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, if you want to do that, you know, <laughs> it'll be greatly appreciated. All right, um, and all those links are in the description. We have a link tree link that will take you to everything. Make sure you use those coupon codes. They're in the description of each of the tabs on the link, link tree link. Um, I want to start out with some super duper news. Ladies and gentlemen, my vending machine company, SGP, Snacks, Games, and Prizes, Vending Solutions, is up and running. I launched a website yesterday on Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we getting down to it, man. You know, I... I can't be uh, talking to y'all about gut checks and I don't, you know, follow through. So, you know, I've been working on it for like a week or so, did the gut check episode, did some more proofreading. I was like, all right, time to launch this bad boy. By the grace of God, shout out to Wix. I need to see if they have an affiliate program. Um, I, I waited because Wix always has really good sales on their websites. I was going to pay to have it launched at, you know, full price because you can buy, you can basically renew early at their sales price and they'll uh they'll credit you or whatever but i just waited and i waited like three or four days and booyah a 50 percent off sale came up boom took advantage of it so sgpvendingsolutions.com is up and running if you have a business in the northern virginia area the washington dc area and you want a vending machine provider to place a machine at your place of business and to take care of it, restock it, keep it clean, things of that nature, so y'all can have the snacks that you want while you're at work without having to leave work, holla at me, sgpvendingsolutions.com. Just fill out an inquiry, and I will definitely get back in touch with you. So, And if you know somebody, ladies and gentlemen, hey, send them in my direction. All right, so the crux of the conversation today, whoo-wee, yo, man, uh, I, I want to start by this, by saying this. I thought of this today, 
Nothing brings out the truth like a disagreement or difference of opinion between people. So, as I said in the headlines, you know, unfortunately, Kevin Samuels, image consultant, YouTube sensation, who spoke about relationships, but more specifically relationships in the black community, um, started his uh, YouTube YouTube viewership with speaking to men about being men and us getting our stuff together. Then he flipped over and started talking about women, which is when his platform took off, especially during COVID. Um, I said that he was controversial because there are large groups of people who agree with the things he says. There are large people groups of people who disagree with he's with what he says. Some people think he's uplifting and bringing awareness to the black community. Some people think he has been he was horrendous and terrorizing the black community. Um, where I stand is this: life has taught me something very important. Nobody or nothing is 100% good. You know, it's all about being able being able to pull out the pieces and things that you need. Now, there are some sources that, you know, for you, may be so toxic that you can't do that, so you just leave it alone. And that's my thing. If I don't like something, if I don't agree with something, I don't indulge in it. I leave it alone. I leave it alone. I don't do hood clubs anymore. I'm not downing them. I'm not bashing them. When I was in college, I went to hood clubs. We had the straps in the car. People was selling drugs in the club. People was ready to fight. You know, like, it was a dangerous environment. But I was young, inexperienced, dumb, and I was trying to dance on some women. And that's what I did. At my age now, and not even at my age now, now I like more upscale things, things that are safe. Give me a nice day party, okay? Or give me a nice lounge, something more relaxed, something more chill. I'm not knocking the other thing, and I've said this before. Just because you don't agree with something or don't like something doesn't mean you have to also knock it. I let it go. Booyah. Couldn't tell you where a hood club is. Haven't been to one in over 10 years or longer, actually. Just left it alone. And it doesn't bother me. It's not hurting me because it's not like I continue to go to them and then talk trash about them. Um... But I also don't force my opinion on others just because I like upscale lounges and this, that, and the third. I'm not running out and promoting and yelling all that to the top of my lungs either. That's just what I'm into. And to be quite honest, what I'm into might not be the most important thing to everybody else. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, you're one of those people who might care a bit. And that's cool and I appreciate it. But again, that's why you're here, right? Um, So I say all that to say that, you know, after Kevin Samuels passed, there are a lot of people cracking jokes, making light of the fact that this man died, talking about, oh, the irony, this, that, and the third. I do want to address one specific thing. By reading the comments, you could really tell who was either just trying to be crass because they wanted to be funny and join in on the action, um, or they didn't actually listen to his show. You know, it's one thing to look at a viral clip or viral clips and think that you know something versus sitting down and actually digesting all of the content. Um, Where do I stand on it? Did I agree with everything that he said? No. But there are some things that I pulled out that I understood. Number one, he was talking about high-value men. He gave a definition for high-value men. A lot of the women on there, most of the women on there, wanted a high-value man, a six-figure man, an upper six-figure man, four, five, six hundred, 
$700,000 million a year or these men that these women were looking for. So he's not even talking about me. So that's the that's one. That's number one. Two, um, people were trying to crack jokes saying, oh, well, look, he he says, oh, he's telling people, well, go die alone and be alone. And he, quote, he died, quote, unquote, alone by himself. Isn't that ironic? Not really. Kevin Samuels had stated several times he'd been married, didn't work out, and he chose to be single. He said, would he get married again? Possibly. But that's not what he was trying to do. So he was not trying to be married. So when he made that statement, he was making a statement to people who were claiming, hey, I want to be married ASAP. I want to be married now. I'm looking for a husband. But you're not doing the things required to get the type of husband that you want. See, people were trying to, I think people were trying to generalize what he was saying when you can't, you're not supposed to generalize something that is clearly specific. You're talking about a certain type of man, a certain caliber of man, a man with a certain path in life, okay? So when I read some of, some of those comments, I could tell, okay, y'all just looking at clips. Y'all really took what he said and felt like he was talking about everybody on the planet when he really wasn't. He did address the black community and black men, and one thing I did notice was he, all, he would use the word average, and he would often ask what's wrong with an average man because a lot of the women on the show said they didn't want an average man because we couldn't give them the life that they wanted or... They, they couldn't provide or it wasn't enough. And no one could ever answer the question of what's wrong with the average man, though some of them were average themselves. Some of them had a bachelor's degree or a high school degree, had a little piece of a job making $40,000, $50,000 a year. But a man that is on that same level wasn't good enough for them. So if he's average, what does that make you was a question that he, po- he posed to a woman and she couldn't even answer it. He said, if a man has this, this, and this, well, you seem to have this, this, and this. If he's average and that's not good enough, what does that make you? Because you want a man that makes three times as much as him or four times as much as him. But not here to defend anything. I'm just telling you what I heard and pieces that I pulled. Um, He is partly responsible for the relationship that I'm in now because at the end of the day, what I learned from Kevin Samuels is... Whoever you are trying to be with, I like women, so I can only speak from a heterosexual standpoint. I needed to do a better job of holding, holding them accountable and seeing what it is that they actually have to offer me because they wanted to know what I had to offer them. And I used to be a, more of a pushover. I was happy wife, happy life mentality, cater to the woman, do this, do that, do this, do that. And women who dated me in the past, if you ever meet one of them, will tell you, I never really required much of them. You just really had to show up and look pretty. And then as I got older and started getting wiser and really paying attention to my life, the assets I have in my life, the value of my life, the value, learning how to value time, I realized I wasted a lot of time with women who weren't serious, who weren't trying to go anywhere. I was just a quote unquote good time for them when they knew that's not what I wanted. So one of the things I did learn from Kevin Samuels is when he started breaking down you know, how hard men work, what we go out here and do, societal pressures that we face. And then we just have women who want to take, take, take and not give. It's like, no, if you want to be married, man or woman, if you want to be married, you want to know what your partner is bringing to the table. If you're offended by that question, I would like to know why. And it's not saying that you're not good enough, but we qualify everything. Before y'all spend y'all money on anything, you qualify it. If you go to the grocery store, you pick stuff up and you look at it and you read it and you qualify it before you put it in your basket and invest in it. 
Same thing with the service. Same thing with the restaurant. You qualify the restaurant. If you want Japanese or Italian or Mexican, you look at reviews. You qualify it. What do they have to offer me? We qualify everything in our lives, but we get offended when somebody wants to qualify us and ask us questions. I It's, it's hilarious to me. Um, but, you know, I saw some heated discussions, and one of the things I saw interesting was some of the people who had negative things to say about him took issue with people who had something positive to say. And it brings me back to one of the things I've discovered, too. People people think freedom of speech is a one-way street. The same way you have the right to feel however you felt about him, bash him, talk negatively about him in life or in death, that is your right. You're allowed to feel how you feel. Nobody can dictate how you feel. Not me, not nobody. That's how you feel. You have your right to talk about it. But people who don't agree with you and have positive things to say have the same right. <laughs> they do. So why are you getting mad at for, for someone doing the opposite of what you did? You voiced your opinion. They voiced their opinion. They're different, but you both have the opportunity and the freedom to do so. So why is there beef? Just disagree and let that be it. You're trying. Too many people want to be right. Right or wrong is highly subjective. Your life experiences and circumstances are a big determining factor of right versus wrong. Um, one of the things I also learned by listening to him is that people want all the grace in the world, but don't want to offer it to anybody else. Another thing I learned just listening was a lot of times when he would ask about, you know, these women would talk about men. They would talk about these average men and kind of down them. He's not, you know, that's not making good enough. I want this lifestyle. Then he would say, okay, well, you want this six-figure man. What do you think he wants? What do you have to offer him? What did they want? Well, I'm working on this. So now you need grace because you're not where you want to be or where you think you should be for that man, but you want grace. You think that that the high-value man should give you grace but you won't offer grace to the average man. Interesting stuff. Um, the last thing I'll touch on, and I'll just move on to other points, just us as a people. One of the things I realized that he was doing, and you know, people, one of the things people said about him a lot was he could he could have been nicer about his message, which he don't have to be. That's the way he decided to deliver it. What he was speaking on were statistical facts statistical facts i promote positivity on this show i do there's enough negative stuff in the world i don't want to be a part of it there's enough outlets promoting negativity i promote positivity and in that i am still realistic some things literally are not possible they, some, there are things on this planet that are not possible. You can believe in God. You can have all the faith in the world. You can do all the right things. You can believe, 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 never doubt, never give up, all of that stuff. That stuff is beautiful. I love it. The reality is it can't happen for everybody. It is literally impossible for it to happen. So I pulled some stats. Um... 
Rob, did you really pull stats? Did you, like, really? Is it that serious? It was that serious. I went to blackdemographics.com. These are stats from 2018. In the U.S., there were 21 million black men. There were about, there were 21.7 black women. I'm going to round that up to 22 million. So, you have 21 million men versus 22 million women. Meaning that if all of us even wanted to get married to each other, there's a million people left over. It ain't even possible for all of us to be married to someone of the same race within the United States. Within the United States. I'm going to keep keep it keep it realistic. Within the United States, right? Then you talk about high value men, right? So Again, I'm sticking to what I know from his show. These women wanted, quote-unquote, high-value men who made a certain amount of money. So let's let's keep that going. Uh, on the same website, 69% of those men reported being in labor force, meaning that they worked full-time. That is 15,180,000. So now you went from 21 million men, black men, to now 15,180,000. That reported to say, hey, I am actually working full time. So now you got 15,180,000 to 22 million. You're starting to see the large, you see the discrepancy. Now you have, I'm gonna, um, let's round that down. Let's say 15 million to 22 million. Now you have 17 million women. I'm sorry, hold up. 7 million women. Even if all those men wanted to get married. There'll be seven, hold on, seven million, seven million women left over without a black man to be able to marry. Let's break it down further. This not even, this not even a full breakdown. 13% of that reported making $75,000 or more. Now, $75,000 ain't six figures. And that's not a quote unquote high value number. But let's use that number anyway. That number breaks down, so you're talking about making $75,000 or more. That's $1,973,400. let us round that up to $2 million. So you're talking about, let's just say those are the high-value men. That's $2 million high-value men, high-value black men in America. $2 million high-value black men in America, according to these 2018 stats, versus $22 million. That means 20 million women will be left over that will not be able to get that high-value man. I'm just using the numbers and stats that are in front of me. Yes, there's outliers. Yes, everyone didn't fill out the census. Duh, I know that. But I'm going by the stats we have. So when I when I said earlier that it's literally impossible, it literally is impossible and the more specific you want to get with these qualifications, like high value, income, you're down to two million. And it's really smaller than that because that's seventy five thousand or more. And that depends on where you live, how much money you got. If you, you know, because he would always say that's the top five one percent of men, and ask women, well, what are you willing to do for it, y'all? It's like not even being funny. If you want to marry a wealthy black man in America, ladies, it's a competition. I didn't do the ratio. I should have done the ratio, but calculate that ratio. Two million high-earning black men. Let's just say it. Let's just, for the sake of conversation, say that's two million 
high value earning men and divide divide the women in half. Let's say less than half. No, let's do half. Let's say 11 million women want those 2 million men. Look at the choice that he has. For every one man that you have an opportunity with, he has hundreds of you to choose from. Why should he choose you? Not saying that nobody's good enough, this, that, and the third. That's a valid question you need to think about when you're trying to go be the best. Let's take it out of relationships. If you want to be valedictorian, if you want to be the number one NASCAR driver, if you want to be a top player in the NFL, NBA, WNBA, whatever your field of expertise is, it is always a fight to get the best and to get at the top. It's always a fight. It's always a competition. And there's always factors. These are hard, cold facts and numbers. And it's a harsh reality that people don't like to, don't like to face. But it's the truth. There's literally not enough men to go around for the women that want these type of men. There's not enough. Y'all just out, y'all flat outnumber us. Even back to the top, 21 million versus 22 million. A million of them will, cannot have it. You can't. Even if all 21 million of those men made $5 million a year, there's still a million, a million of y'all that won't be able to get one. So, again, those are the type of things that I pull from his conversations. I can filter through the muck and stuff like that. Um, I'm not even going to get into the cultural differences because we look at other cultures and we see what they have, and some of us want that, but are you willing to go through what they went through to get it or put up with what they put up with to get it and to maintain it? Rob, what are you talking about? Look at, look at, where is these shows? Look at shows like uh, Bridgerton, Bridgington, however you pronounce it, Game of Thrones, The Last Kingdom, Our Kind of People. Any show where there's a family dynamic, where there's wealth and things of that nature on the line, look at how much backstabbing, how much flirting, how much fighting, plotting, and scheming it takes for the women and men to stay in power and to stay on top. And some of the nastiest, grimiest stuff we have is still happening today. It's still happening today. So the point I'm making is it is a competition, and I don't think there's anything wrong with looking in the mirror and saying, what can I do to make sure that I'm number one? If I want this type of guy, and fellas, if I want this type of woman, because we still got to compete for a certain type of women, because that woman has standards and she has men that she can go after. It ain't impossible, but her chances of getting what she wants versus our chances, our chances are much higher simply because we have more women to choose from. That's just a fact. They have less men to choose from. But, you know, you still got to meet certain qualifications and you still got to work on yourself. And you still have to be real with yourself. You know, some of us live in this lollipop bubblegum world where we just think it can be me. It can be me. It, it got to not be somebody. That's just, I'm sorry if you feel a way about it. It's a fact, but I digress. But anyway, that's what I pulled from him. And that's what I learned from him. Everybody can't have everything. Um, and if you're going to be a man, step up and be a man and have your stuff together, have a job, 
provide, take care of that woman. If you, even if you want more than one woman, woman, be responsible enough to take care of them. Even with, I don't agree with cheating or messing with multiple women, me personally. But even he even said, you know, hey, those high value men exercise their options, but they will never embarrass their wife. They might mess with another woman, but you won't hear about it on the front page news and all this other stuff. He will not embarrass you. You know, there there's a standard everywhere. There's things that people have to put up with and go through and deal with. But that's what I got from Kevin Samuels. Um, if you if you care enough to change your mind about it, maybe you don't. Who who knows? If you care enough to change your mind about it, go actually listen to some of the content and literally pick apart the conversation and listen to the context of it. Like I said, I don't agree with everything that he said. I don't agree with the way that the message was always delivered, but I did pull some valuable information that opened my eyes. And now I'm in, I'm in a healthy relationship. Uh, I'm not going to say 100% as a result, but um, I'm much, this is a much stronger start than I've ever had before because I was able to set clearer expectations going into it. And she was able to do the same because of me holding her accountable, me making sure that, hey, this is what I'm bringing. This is what I'm offering. You know, I need to see your hand. I, here's my cards. Let me see your cards. Let's talk about this thing. Let's talk about, you know, your plans and this, that, and the way we have adult conversations. You know what I'm saying? And I also go, I'm also much more confident because I didn't even really think about it. But it's like, you got your pick. There's plenty of women out there. We are a scarce commodity. Does that mean I need to smell myself and act crazy? No. Could I have I wanted to? Yeah. But that's just the way I feel about it. But um, I personally do not know of any internet personality that I don't know personally who has gotten on my nerves so much that my disdain for them would follow them to the grave. For me... That signifies that I have a deeper issue. So for those people who are mocking him in death and, and disagree with what he said, you're entitled to your rights. You're entitled to your freedoms. Just remember, and those of you who agree with him, those of you who agree with him, all of us who are putting our thoughts and feelings and emotions and stuff on social media, you're putting it out for the world to see. And you're saying, this is who I am. This is a part of who I am. So don't get upset when people choose to deal with you accordingly. I have a lot of thoughts and feelings about a lot of stuff that you will never see on social media. You know why? Like I said before, one of my famous quotes, your opinion does not belong everywhere. I run businesses. My opinion don't need to be in all my business. I need to provide this service, boop, 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 boop. Who Robert Wilson Jr. is as a person has nothing to do with me providing this service. My personal thoughts and feelings have nothing to do with providing this service. Money is green. Let's get this business done before I mix. Let's not mix in the muck and all that good stuff. But just I just want to caution y'all. And again, I'm not telling you how to think, how to feel. I'm just telling you that from my perspective, that's what I pulled from the brother while he was still, still here on this earth. And I'm still going to watch some of his content to see what else I might learn. Um, especially about women. I learned a lot about women in the way that some of y'all think. It, it was very interesting, and it's actually helped me help some other people. But anyway, yeah, if it's if it's too clouded or too noisy with the other stuff, I get it. I could see why women and men despise and didn't like him. I see it. 
I get it. Okay. But there's something good there. There's a reason why millions of people followed and listened. There's a reason why. Just like every other outlet, there's a reason why. Sometimes you'll find something good. Sometimes you won't find something good. But if you didn't find anything good, why'd you stay? Why'd he keep diving into it? You ain't going to change his mind. Or you weren't going to change his mind. Just something to think about. But careful what you put out there, ladies and gentlemen. I know a lot of friendships change. I know a lot of opinions on people change. I personally unfriended quite a few people uh, just because you're not a comedian. You're cracking these jokes. And I just think personally for that level of who he was and what he did for the level of disdain for him that he's getting, I don't think it's called for. I think it's crass. Yes, we have spoken ill of the dead people like Hitler and, you know, people have committed genocide and horrendous things in society. People have, have talked nasty about in death. They have. But these people have wiped out, tried to wipe out entire races. Or people have had slaves and things of this nature. This dude got on the internet and voiced his opinion and you didn't agree with it. He just happened to be a popular one to do it. And that's your reaction. And again, you're entitled to it, but just know that you look away to some people. That's all I got to say about that. Um, but just think about the energy you put out and how you exercise your freedoms, ladies and gentlemen. How do you exercise your freedoms? So um, this is the last thing I'm going to touch on. I just want to leave you with not even a whole topic. I just want to say this. Do you, and when I say do you, start from within. Look in the mirror and say, hey, which pieces of me are broken? Which pieces of me may need repair? We all need it. We all need it. I'm too lazy sometimes. I'm stubborn sometimes. I get moody. I have an attitude sometimes. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I don't always listen intently like I should. I'm a great listener, but when I don't want to listen, I don't be listening. But I'm working on me. I'm out of shape, but I'm working on me. I could keep going on and on. And I'm not, I'm not afraid to talk about these things. I own them because I know it's a part of me and I wear it. Uh, I'm not 100% proud of these things, but it is what it is. It's a part of Robert Wilson Jr. So there's nothing wrong with looking in the mirror and saying, you know what, let me get right. Let me get some things right. All right. But that's all I had to say about that, um, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, that was a lot. And that was just my opinion on the situation. And let's not let's not be walking contradictions, y'all. <laughs> I mean, we are, but let's try to not be that. Let's try to not be that. Whew. All right, my black brothers, let me holler at y'all for a minute. Some black brother, accomplished black brother, black brothers who lead, who guide, who help. 
who are contributing. What's up with y'all, man? Uh, I had a good conversation with my boy CV Carl Van. Make sure y'all check out Pass the Peas app on social media. That link will be in the description. And we talked about one of the things that he and I do. We talk about the stuff we're gonna buy, and we looking down the road at stuff that we need. And he hit me today actually was talking about how he had these things, but he wasn't. He didn't even. He was looking at something new but didn't even have all his stuff together to take care of what he already had. And I laughed because I went through the same thing. Uh, when I started DJing, I bought DJ equipment. I had no way of protecting it. I had no flight cases, nothing. And I got booked for a gig once, and I was driving there, and I looked on the back seat while I was on the way, and I was like, yo, all my stuff is exposed. If I get in a car accident or if I slam on brakes, my stuff could fall and destroy itself. And it took, took me some years to really realize, hey, utilize what you have in front of you first. Once you have your assets in front of you, take care of your assets. What do these assets need to live up to their full potential while you have them? And if you decide, hey, you know, I'm not working with this asset no more, or I'm not going to work with this asset, or mm, there's a better asset out there, trade it up. Trade that old asset out, asset out for the new asset. Sell it. Get rid of it. But... You have more than you think you have at your disposal. You really do. So take some inventory, look at what you have in front of you, and make sure that you're taking care of it. That's all I got for you, brothers. Yep, that's all I got for y'all today, man. I know this episode was a bit more uh, serious than normal. I may have come off preachy or fussing. Um, and I'm not knocking anybody. Feel the way you want to feel. Express the, the way you want to express. Do it. But, but, be prepared to take what comes along with it. I've had people in my inbox and fussing me. You agree with Kevin Samuels? You listen to Kevin Samuels? Oh, my goodness. Nah, dog. I don't agree with him. I don't like him. Okay. I just express my thoughts and my opinions just like you did. But I'm not inboxing you because you don't like him. I'm not commenting on your stuff because you don't like him. Because I respect the fact that we all have the freedom of speech. We all have it. Whether we agree, whether we disagree, the person sitting across from you has that same freedom just like you have that same freedom. But just know, whatever side of the coin you sit on, people are going to feel away, and you're going to have to deal with the results of it. Whether you believe in karma, believe in God, whatever. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. That's it, man. Those are my thoughts. Those are my feelings. I love y'all. Make sure you check out our affiliates in the affiliate links. Follow us on Instagram, FME underscore podcast. Join the Facebook group, uh, FMEpodcast.com, coming soon. Probably about 30 days out from having a website for the podcast where y'all can interact with us a little bit deeper on our blogs and things like that. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, take care of yourselves physically, mentally, and financially. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.